Hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Step by Step. Don't forget that English is not my first language, and background noise will probably be my family. And yeah. So, my phone is super messed up, and I only record with my phone. So, I will most likely divide the episodes from now on into parts. Like, each episode will have like, maybe two or three parts that you can listen to separately. Because I can only record for a certain amount of time, and then my phone turns off, and it's just really weird. Uh, so I will most probably be doing like 10 minutes of each part, and you will be able to listen to all three parts normally, like it was all one episode, you know? Uh, so yeah, let's just start with this. So, I gave a big step today. And I really wanted to share my experience with you guys and maybe give you some advice on how you can do it. So yeah, uh, I told you on previous episodes that I think that I have depression and anxiety. I didn't, I don't have anything confirmed. I just, I'm basing myself on how internet shows it like the symptoms I see online and I've been feeling this way since I was 10 years old since I started suffering from bullying and today we had a free period and I don't know about any other countries but here in Spain on free periods a teacher that is not in class at that moment comes in and he just stays there he doesn't teach the class or anything he's, he just stays there to look at us and make sure we don't do anything bad you know but in this period the person who came it wasn't exactly a teacher it was the school psychologist and I already knew she was a psychologist, but I just didn't talk to her before. I was really afraid, but then I decided that I really needed to go and talk to her because I really needed help. And I, I mean... I was afraid to talk to her before, but then I forgot about it. But now that I really want help, I just decided that that would be as a good of an opportunity as any other. So I went to her, and I said that I needed to talk to her about a very serious matter. And then she took me outside of the classroom, and I told her that I think that I have depression. And she asked me, how long have I been feeling that way? And I uh, told her that since I was 10, she was very surprised. And she asked me if I didn't talk to anyone about it. And I said that I told to my mom, but she didn't believe me. I don't know if I told you this before, but I told my mom. But she spent the next three hours trying to convince me that... What I was feeling was not depression, it was something else. And yeah.
yeah, I spent, basically, I spent three hours crying. And that was, like, pretty bad. And she told me that it was normal for me to be crying at a moment like that. Because, I mean, feeling that way for a long time, it's really tiring. And then she asked me, what did I do to feel happy? And then I told her about the podcast and how, like, happy I was, like, making the episode to share my message to other people. And she told me to work on that this weekend to feel better. And she was really, really supportive, and that's, I mean, I was already kind of expecting that because she's a psychologist. And then she told me that if I wanted, we could, like, have a session a week so we could talk. And I just checked my schedule, and she checked hers, and we both saw that we both had a free time, like, not free, but I had, I have an English class in my second period, but I'm, like, you can see my English, it's pretty good, so I don't really need that English class, it's kind of boring, honestly, I already know everything the teacher is in there speaking, you know? And it's really super boring, so one hour less a week is not gonna make me, you know, fail the class. So, yeah. She said that every Monday at that time we would have, like, a little session. I would go to her office and we would talk. Um, yeah, that's pretty nice, I guess. She said she will help me. And then she, we will see... If I can get, like, an actual professional that's not just a school psychologist, you know, an actual one in a, you know, those wide offices that they have with, I don't know, a chair or something, I don't know. i just seen it on t TV and series, I don't know how, how it actually is, but mostly it's like that, like, white. It's kind of, kind of clean, you know, kind of clean. And... I asked her to not tell anyone, and she said that she wouldn't. And yeah, was, that was the end of my experience today. She, and she also said to me that what I was doing, like asking for help, admitting that I needed it, it was a really big step, which it really is. I mean, admitting you need help is something really brave, I guess. It takes a lot of guts. I felt like a pit in my stomach when I decided, like, okay, I need to talk to her. My stomach, like, sinking, like, sinking down. It's like, uh, I felt so uncomfortable. And it was really, really gross, that feeling. Yeah. I really felt nauseous. And... It was kind of uncomfortable. My, it's like I have a knot in my stomach. And, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Hi. <sighs>
so yeah and I was pretty happy when she told me that she would help me because I didn't tell anyone else other than my mom and her and I feel pretty happy for like asking for help to someone because I don't really I mean it's not a person that I don't have a good relationship with but it, it's she's not a person who I also have like a super great relationship with so it was hard and it was yeah a hard time but I feel like now it's gonna like get better now that I can talk to a professional and we'll see how it goes honestly and so now I want to give you some tips about how you can like tell people or just who you should tell and you know stuff like that so basically you can tell anyone you find appropriate to tell but honestly you really need to take into account what the person knows and what she doesn't or if the person like sees mental health as a bad thing and if he sees like as crazy something that is crazy you take that into account and also you know maybe you won't tell everyone but like people you trust like and people that are important like your parents your best friends your closest you know and your closest family members or if you have a partner or multiple partners uh you should tell them too you know it's very important to share those kinds of things with those people so if a person doesn't know much about mental health, you will possibly have to explain what your mental illness means. For example, a lot of people think that anxiety is just being nervous, so you need to explain that it's not just being nervous, it involves so much more than that, and depression is not just being sad, OCD is just not like cleaning obsessive cleaning and you know stuff like that but if a person is someone that is educated and or someone that works with those kinds of things she will most probably know it like uh, if your parents uh, i mean if someone in your surroundings is a psychologist or if she or he works with mental illness, I don't know, something like that. And yeah, that's pretty much uh, what you need to take into account. And also, if the person thinks that mental health is something you should worry about, well, that's fine. Uh, that person is going to take it, it's going to worry for you and it's going to help you. But if it's the type of person that says that people with depression and, and anxiety are just crazy people, well, you will need to have a bigger conversation in that case. 
explain to that person if you feel like it because I know that sometimes it's exhausting to explain to so many people and also you don't owe anyone an explanation if you don't want to explain you don't just don't but if you do well uh just calm down before you talk to them and explain to them that it's not something you can choose to have and it doesn't mean you're crazy it just means that your brain sees things a different way and well that's it anyone can have a mental illness honestly but it's not just something you can just like choose or turn off or something that someone can take out of you with a treatment or just by relaxing or something i made a post on my instagram which if you don't follow <laughs> i would pretty much like you to please about things you should not say to people with depression and it's things like it's all in your head and it will get better because we know that it's in our heads it's literally mental illness is something that's in your head it's the way that your brain processes things processes things sorry and we can't change it we can't all we can do is try to take care of it and to get help and what was i saying i'm sorry let me think I was talking about mental illness, the way that people... I'm sorry, let me think for a moment. Um, oh, yeah, right. It's stuff in, your, in our heads, we need to understand that, but we also need to understand that it's something that will change. It doesn't last forever, but it, it doesn't go away just like that either, you know? And also saying things like, the you're lazy you're just lazy because depression often makes you have a lack of motivation which is yeah it's pretty tiring you know you want to do stuff but you just can't and you feel bad with yourself for not doing them and it just mm -hmm, it's a mind fuck you know you just need to educate yourself if you're a person without a mental illness and if you're someone with a mental illness, you should educate yourself on your own mental illness and on others. Because it's important for you to know what your symptoms are, how you can treat it, and follow your psychologist's recommendations. Because if you have a suspicion that you have a mental illness like depression, anxiety, bipolarity disorder, something like that, you should go to a professional and talk them or just first tell your family if you want if you are underage like me tell your parents first or tell someone at your school that might help you like I did today I told the school psychologist what I was going through and she will help me uh, or and just talk to your parents and see if they can provide a psychologist for you if your parents don't understand you, if your parents refuse to give you help, it's a proof that they don't love you enough, okay? And 
it's best to let them go once you're 18 because a person that doesn't support you is a person that doesn't love you and if your parents really love you they will help you and they will provide the help you need and i know this is hard to hear but it's really best to let them go and once you're 18 and you can make your own decisions well you can search a psychologist for your own or just like talk to someone at your school if you are underage and your parents won't provide help it's a problem unfortunately that parents don't believe mental illness and often they say that it's just because of our phones and it's just because we are teenage rebels that, ju that are just too sensitive but the truth is that every teenager is sensitive mostly and we go through shit and everyone has gone through shit in their lives our parents too but they forget about it they forget that we go through the same shit that they did when they were teens and <clears throat> they are always saying that in their times they weren't so sensitive and they weren't so they were, all, were already working and they had no nothing else to worry about they just had to work and obey their parents but the truth is they complain but they are the ones who have chosen to raise us so we don't have to work too much and that we don't have too many problems so they're being so hypocrite there's such they're so hypocrites you know but this is not about parent talk you know <sighs> it's kind of hard to assume that you have mental illness but the first thing you need to do is search your symptoms online or talk to someone that has been through it to help you and get the people that support you to be with you you know to be next to you and to support you no matter what you know because those people are the best ones that you can ever find <clears throat> and the people who don't support you who just don't want to accept you as you are are people that are not worth it but that doesn't mean that other people are that way you need to give them a chance and if they are bad people and they don't accept your mental illness you need to let them go it's hard I know but you really should do it okay it's for your own good and yeah, these are the tips I got for you. I hope they really help you, and I hope you really take them into account. So yeah, that is everything I got for you in this episode. And I'm sorry about the, like, dividing the episode in parts thing, but it's just my phone is really messed up. And <laughs> yeah, that's really it. Uh, this is the end of the episode, I have nothing else to say, I mean, yeah. In conclusion, basically, respect people with a mental illness, it's not our choice. And also, educate yourself a little bit, okay? Understand what is a mental illness and learn about the different types, you know, at least just the basics. 
so yeah that's everything i got for you today um if you want to follow my social media which i would pretty much like you do please it would help a lot uh, to grow my podcast and also you can just see what i post about you know stuff and i also created a blog so yeah that is a new social media for you to follow and yep that's basically it uh remember that step by step things will change and even if it has to be baby steps it will happen <laughs> yeah we'll most probably be like it so yep yeah, goodbye and have the rest of a great day